Hey, howdy, everybody. Ron Valen is my guest. Brian Lovick, we're here to chat. Ron, we're going to chat mostly about the UN. You got some issues with the UN. A lot of us do. Tell me about the UN. Well, boy, I mean, that's uh, the UN's been on a long time. We've all been educated to think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But since the mid 80s, I've been watching their movements and the movements for a globalization and uh, a one world type of government. And that's really where they're headed with all of this. Uh, down the road, it'll be nation states will be eviscerated or uh, armies will be uh, taken over or minimized and police as well. And it'll all be taken over by the UN uh, blue hats, I guess you'd call it. But yeah, they're really making a move right now. And they've actually made a, a true kill shot into Canada. Uh, it's now law and it's the biggest untold story in Canada. And uh, here you are, you know, being on the cutting edge. So good for you. Uh, well, tell me firstly about your involvement, I guess, with this. Are you a politician? Are you a wannabe politician? What are you? Are you a patriot? Yeah, are well, you a good citizen? I'm, What's your deal? I'm a tradesman and uh, lifelong Albertan, basically. And, you know, I've seen the corruption uh, all the way from Pierre uh, Trudeau and whatnot as a kid. And, following it through and really it was just all a wasteland it was just basically i could see the corruption and the manipulation and and whatnot um and the double speak right you know say one thing to get elected and then flip around and do the other and everyone's disgusted with the whole system uh so uh when uh, maxine bernier created the people's party of canada in 2018 in september i saw a glimmer of hope for canada <clears throat> now maxine bernier he was going to be the leader of the conservative party uh, when they had their leadership race and Andrew Scheer beat them by 1%. But uh, in that leadership race, there were 7,466 extra votes than the actual members. They asked to do a recount. I mean, you'd think you'd want to do a recount with a 1% win. And uh, they had already destroyed the ballots that night. So it just shows you how corrupt the CPC is. And people are calling it now the corrupt party of Canada, uh, amongst <laughs> other things. Uh, even the Communist Party of Canada, and I'll tell you why as we get into it. But Maxine, they say that he uh, took his, his ball and left because, uh, you know, he was just disgruntled. But no, actually, uh, he was kind of relieved because uh, none of the MPs really backed him. He only had maybe a half a dozen MPs really backing him. But the party uh, members themselves were right. But yeah. um, so he stayed on there for six months, hoping that uh, some of his party platform could be used since half the members voted for him. But Andrew Scheer would have none of it, including, in fact, like Maxine, when he ran, he uh, ran on a two-year balanced budget, and then uh, Andrew Shear saw that, and he copied him to get votes, mm -hmm. and then he wouldn't even take that on after the fact. That so, mm -hmm. there you go with the double standard, and that was the first election promise broken even there, before the election. There's lots of double standards, and yeah. certainly in all countries, and particularly in Canada, and I get yeah. it. But uh, so, with regard to the UN, is this what inspired you, your involvement with Max and other things, to kind of get well, involved? Nations, because the United Nations is quite a break from just you know being disgruntled about politics in Canada. I mean, quite yeah. a break. What I mean is just quite quite a leap. Well, oh, it is, it is. But I've been so, following it since the mid '80s, and um, uh, with uh, the the start of a new political party that wasn't manipulated or forwarding the UN agendas, there was a glimmer of hope, right? And then I, so uh, that's that's how I kind of got involved, and then finally I ended up running in the 2019 election. And even in my brochure, I, I wrote in there, I was running against Bob Zimmer, actually. He was uh, highly liked over there, still is, I'm sure. But um, I said, has Bob Zimmer warned you about UN Agenda 2030? 
and how your life is going to radically change. And, you know, it just flies over people's heads because they don't even know about you at Agenda 2030. And that's because they don't tell you about it, right? No, well, let's talk about this yeah. UN agenda because it does have an impact in all countries and all governments seem to kind Absolutely. of, yeah. you know, they all seem to be cozied up to them somewhat. And and the UN was was created, I think, shortly after World War II. And I think it, right. not unlike unions, it kind of had its place for a little while. And then you kind of wear that out and maybe it's time to go away. But they haven't gone away. They're getting stronger all the time. Biden is working with them now with regard to guns and gun control. And you right. have people from other countries who are gathered in a group that are making decisions, legal law decisions, decisions of law for countries like the U.S. and Canada. And Canada is kind of, uh, you know, doing a lot of bad things. Oh, absolutely. From, yeah, this whole, this whole thing with gun control. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the whole thing, gun control and everything else. Now you have people in other nations that, that are telling us how to do our thing. And, yeah. and it's not very nice. But, but in particular with the UN, you have this, what is it called? Unidrip or something like that? Well, tell <laughs> me about that. <laughs> Unidrip. Right. Yeah, it's UNDRIP. UNDRIP. Uh, okay. Or you could say UNDRIP. That's actually an acronym for United Nations Declarations on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. And that is a big bombshell, the kill shot in Canada. And now this is going on all over the world. Every country is probably doing this behind the scenes. And this was be, being done behind the scenes and still is. No one knows about it hardly, except for the people who follow me and other people who've been influenced. Because I broke the story in 2019 when I ran in the federal election in Northern BC, right? Uh, Northeastern BC. And it was, uh, you know, uh, people that informed me on it. And uh, so I don't take credit for coming up with that. But um, yeah, so they informed me on it and I ran with it and I released, you know, videos on it. And uh, quite frankly, uh, you know, it's, it's quite a stunning what thing. It? What is it? What is it? Okay, this is, this is it right here. Okay, this is 25 years in the making with all of the experts on Indigenous affairs. See how, see how thick that is? Like it's, I could write that in an afternoon. <laughs> it's 25 yeah. years and that's how it's being sold. You know what, okay, so. But, but that talks about Indians. Uh, what, what, this UN drip thing, is it, is it an Indian in, initiative? Uh, what is well, yeah, I mean, um, it's indigenous, okay? Remember we used to say Native American Indians? And, even, and, and they even like it, that term. This whole thing with indigenous and aboriginal, those are UN globalist words that they're using. And that's because uh, Indian doesn't really fit into this per se. Indigenous is, is what they're really going for. Because um, this document here um, basically doesn't even identify what indigenous is. It's 25 years in the making by all the experts, but there's no definition of it. And that's on purpose, right? So is, is that designed for Indians? Like, what, what, what is that about? Like, I'm not understanding Okay, these are these are 46 articles talking about their rights, according to the UN. Okay, so bringing it home to Canada, what happened was um, there was a thing called Bill 262, and that was going on. Uh, it had passed the House of Commons, and it was being stopped by brave senators, and that was during the election time of 2019. The election was called, and so Bill 262, created by Romeo Saganash, uh, was killed. Okay, and but what happened after that was BC, uh, British Columbia, they went ahead and adopted uh, UNDRIP as the protocols for the province uh, three days after the federal election. And um, so now uh, what's happened in, in BC, I'm told is 95% of BC has been claimed. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, so, so, okay, when I got this book, I have to back up and explain what's going on. Okay, so article number 26 hit me. And I don't even have to look at it because I know it. It says 
the uh <laughs> is this a law now like is this in canada is it a law yes it is through bill c15 and it's also in bc bc adopted it in 2019 okay so if you're in bc this is going on behind the scenes and it says that the indigenous have their rights to uh the lands territories and resources to which they have traditionally owned occupied or otherwise used so if they say that they used it they can actually now have the rights to it. So that uh, nice building that you're on there, uh, the land underneath it and underneath Kelowna can all be claimed in BC on account of uh, the BC adopting UNDRIP. So, so, and that's been adopted. UNDRIP has been adopted in British Columbia. So in British Columbia since 2019 in October. Okay, so the, so, Indian, the Indians own British Columbia. Well, they have the rights to it. Uh, yeah, so, and so what's happening is, um, there's an article that people want to go look it up. It's called Campbell River Mirror. That's a local mm -hmm. paper. And do a search, you know, for that and UNDRIP. And you'll get a lawyer talking about how there's going to be announced new owners for all the crown land in BC. So that's mm -hmm. going to be first because, you know, uh, they're going to do it in stages so everyone doesn't just flip. <clears throat> so it'll be the crown land and people say, yeah, we stole it. Okay, give it back to them. <clears throat> but it's going to be everything. Well, I see it already. I, I see a lot of towns, the names are changing, like Seashelt uh, on the Sunshine Coast has been Seashelt for 150 years or whatever. And now it's called an Indian name and in brackets, they put Seashelt and they're changing a lot of towns yeah. that way. And I recently did a subdivision and uh, put the application in. It's a large development of property in British Columbia and the Indian tribes have to sign off on it and, and uh, they have to have meetings yeah. and prove it and it, it, it's and it's not their land it's not uh, you know it's, it's an interesting thing yeah, that's going on. yeah. <laughs> well and, and it kind of is theirs now <laughs> they're they're now the in charge of, of everything and so i you know it's not a big deal if, if you want to give them the land give it to them and let's all move to minnesota like oh, i'm okay with that oh well, yeah but the thing is this is united nations this is all over yeah. the world oh, I, I, know. I posted a video of a guy in new zealand and he was talking about it going there and yeah. they just absolutely destroyed him in the media. They made him look like a racist. He lost his job and his wife and everything. So, so the United Nations has given British Columbia away to the Indians. Is that kind of the... the well, yeah, so the, what it is, is that the United Nations really has no legal power within Canada, just you know, they, you know because we have our sovereign nation at this point in time, but down the road, we won't. It'll be all part of the United Nations. They're gonna be the yeah. ones who are gonna run everything. But right now it has to go through complicit corrupt politicians. So, so this thing that's happened in British Columbia, and it has happened, by the way, all of you people watching this program, it's happened. I'm in British Columbia and the Indians, they have control over everything. It's wild. Yeah, a rock can't be turned over in British Columbia now without their approval. Wow. It's quite incredible. And and so you have people that, that we don't know and sitting and they're not, you know, they, they could be anybody. They could be a, a dropout. They could be whatever. They're in their own little sessions and they actually have to vote and approve anything that the white person does. And we pay them to be our babysitter. And it's kind of interesting because, yeah. uh, well, it's bizarre to say the least. So, yeah. so now the fear is, is this is going to roll out into the rest of the nation. It already down. has. Okay. So what happened was <laughs> I have a YouTube channel under my name, Ron Valent, V-A-I-L-L-A-N-T. Go look it up. It's very cutting edge. I'm ahead of the times. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I did a video because I was watching the throne speech. 
And go watch the throne speech. Start at two minutes for a little surprise. I made a surprise for everyone. And then at three minutes, 15 seconds, watch the rest of it. And I add my commentary and videos and overlays onto it. But there's a one-liner in there saying that we will reintroduce UNDRIP. Just like that. That's all it was. No media mentioned it or, or hardly anything, right? It's all under the radar. Uh, I made an emergency broadcast video, about 48,000 people watched it and people reached out to me and we started working on trying to defeat this thing. Uh, we were trying to get into major media, uh, even on the state side, Tucker Carlson or whatever, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it just flies over everyone's heads, it seems. Uh, but um, tell we me, did get it. Go ahead. Tell me, in your, in your opinion, why would a government allow this to happen? When 99% when of the people are not Indian, why would they allow this to happen? What, what, what's it? It will, because they're, they're following uh, UN protocols. I mean, they've been creating all kinds of different various uh, actions, laws, according to UN guidelines, right? But Ron, even the UN, I mean, really, 1% of the population is Indian, 4% when you add in all the white blonde folk yeah. who have gotten the card. Uh, yeah. uh, what's the motivation? What's the agenda? Like, it's a no kill shot. It's, it's a kill shot. It's a neutron bomb into Western civilizations. Right. Because you probably heard of Klaus Schwab and the Fourth Industrial Revolution with uh, the World Economic Forum stating that uh, by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. We're heading into the UN Agenda 2030. We're heading into a uh, uh, tyrannical fascist slash communist hybrid you know, dictatorship, really, is where it's all going. And uh, it's important to note that uh, Stephen Harper and the conservatives, a lot of people call them the cons now, uh, they basically went ahead and signed off on it uh, September 27, 2015. No one knows about that. And uh, so really, people are saying, well, we got to vote for the Conservatives right now to get Trudeau because he's decimating the country. But he's just simply implementing UN Agenda 2030 that the Conservatives signed Parties on. are all the same. I'm still trying to understand. And, and by the way, <laughs> the good news is, is that we'll never be able to understand what, what the left wing mind does. And that, that is a good thing. But, yeah. but, but I, I'm, I'm reaching <laughs> here. Are really reaching. Uh, why would anyone do this? The UN. I mean, why would you let them into your room when you know they're coming into the room just to hurt you? Like it, the thing doesn't compute to me. And you're giving the country away to a group of people who really don't know what to do with it. And and it's not most most Indians. I believe I'm right. Don't vote. And and yet they're always getting all the freebies that typically a government would give to people to encourage them to vote for them. So so I'm missing something here. And I'm trying to understand. <laughs> Uh, is there something I don't get? Well, I don't get any. Well, obviously, yeah. I, but, you know, when I saw your right edition videos, you know, I enjoyed them, but I thought, man, he's not seeing the picture. <laughs> but anyhow, that's okay. That's where I come in, right? There are people like me. Yeah. But, but really, the thing is, because I've been following it, you know, since the mid 80s. And, yeah. and really, the U, it's, uh, it's to have total world domination. Okay, you had uh, Hitler. He went ahead and he was going to go ahead and have his. Uh, is uh, conquest and thousand years of peace and all that kind of stuff. It's really like that, only it's a very more sophisticated level. And uh, it's, it's, we're really in World War III right now. But and why no one would really he knows it? I get it. But why would the Indians be, why would they be singled out as having this huge role to, to 1% of the country to, to own a country again? Because you know, eventually, yeah. the white folk are going to stand up and say, well, hold on here. Yeah, I, yeah. And you're going to have pushback at some point. Well, yeah. And, and then is that is that the concept? Is that is that? No, I think I think that's part of it that plays into it because um, 
uh, they went ahead and did that uh, Trudeau commission that uh, missing and murdered Indigenous uh, women's uh, report. And the yeah. bottom line there is basically it's an imperialistic genocide going on against them. Now, when you start talking genocide, the UN usually steps in, right? So when people get so upset that they've lost their property rights, you know, and it does get ugly, then the UN can certainly send boots on the ground here to go ahead and conquest this country. Uh, so that's one angle to it. The other angle is that um, the indigenous, like they didn't really claim land, but you know, like they might've fought and killed each other for special places that they liked, or, you know, cause they killed each other too, you know? Uh, and, and anyhow, um, uh, is basically kind of just like uh, communal land, I suppose. And that's where we're headed in a sense. That's why they don't really identify what indigenous is because indigenous in the law dictionary means born of the land. So, um, so I did a video, I edited down a 90 minute video to eight minutes and I added uh, an insert from a book I bought in 1992. And it's on my YouTube channel, it's called the most important video you will see about your future. Go watch that and that's where we're headed. So basically, um, individualism and private property is evil and it goes against the common good of society. Like just mm -hmm. like right now, the people who are unvaxxed are, are uh, putting the, the general society at risk. That's the narrative that they're putting out right now. And that whole group thing is going to continue on and be fostered and festered. And, and uh, well, you're, you're running now for the election in Canada under the PPC, right? I, where are you running? Uh, Calgary Shepherd, can you believe that I can even be saying the words that I'm saying and running an election? Isn't it a new day? Well, what I'm wondering is, is like take everything that we've been talking about here and roll it into your platform. Is it part of your platform? Is this part of, like, is, where's Max on all this? Does he agree with everything you just said? Um, well, maybe not. But I mean, the whole thing is like um, when, when he, uh, when we did the 2019 election, he was driven around by a grizzly patriot, Mark Friesen in Saskatchewan. And maybe he saw some of my videos, but he got educated onto the, the dangers of the UN, right? Because he yeah. was there back in 2015 with the conservatives when they signed on to this agenda 2030. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, basically the way it rolled then was that Stephen Harper and the foreign affairs minister came with that file saying, look, this is a really, you know, uh, rainbows and lollipops thing here. This is fantastic. And so everyone's, you know, they're busy doing their stuff and they trust that what they said, they say, okay, we'll go for it, right? So you think that this, say it again, UN drip? How do you pronounce this? You just, yeah, you can go UN drip or undrip or unidrip. Unidrip's great. <laughs> okay, so, so the UN drip, there's a lot of drips at the UN, by the way. So, so, okay. so in, in your view, this is a big, big bad deal is that right this is the biggest untold story in canada i've been trying to get it out into the mainstream for a long time and and now okay so what fast forward okay to canada this bill c-15 is basically passed now um and uh, it has royal assent so now if you go look up bill c-15 it'll be the first reading go look at number five it's the thrust of the bill and essentially what it's saying is that all canadian law has to be in alignment or according to the declaration, which is UNDRIP, okay? And then below that, you're gonna see the 46 articles of UNDRIP, and then number 26 states that they have the rights to all the lands and territories and resources to which they've ever uh, occupied or used. But that's that's just one, that's just number 26. There's, there's a lot of other bombshells in there. <laughs> Don't take me through all 26, I tell you what, I haven't had a drink of whiskey for about 40 years after talking to you, I might start drinking. I'm I know, getting... I have an effect on people. <laughs> 
Not you personally. I mean, the oh, I know. I just, I just, I, I, I divulge information that blows people away. And well, it, you know what? And there's so much that, that if all of us knew, I guess we'd never sleep again. It would always oh, be. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. I get it. And, and and these are people that are running our country that, that we hire, we vote for, and we pay, and and they're supposed to look out for our best interest, and they certainly do not. It's frightening, but you know what? I think we have to end it now because we're running short of time, Ron. Okay. All of you people who are watching this, you all should go and look up what Ron's talking about because so many people, not unlike myself, have never heard of this. And and so yeah. we need to get educated. But what do you do with that education? What happens when you learn? Do you just sit home and shake and get nervous yeah. or frightened? Or do you what do you do? Ron, okay, right now we can it's already passed into law. I talked to Maxine when he was over here and I said, you know, how can we fight this? He says we can actually if we got into power, if people would just recognize that they're going to lose their land rights if they vote for the conservatives or the liberals. They vote for the PPC. We have 312 candidates all across Canada. We can form government. All it takes is your vote. Let us do the heavy lifting, right? Don't play it Good. safe. It's, okay. it's time. It's, 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 it's do or die. You know what? It was nice chatting with you. And we'll do this again because I think everyone okay. needs a breather. They all need to look up this UN grip stuff. Yeah. And I have one more comment, though. <laughs> no conservative MP warned you. Remember that. They all voted against it, but it was on another file. It would have to do with free prior informed consent. They had to define that. Well, it's a the con. Party lines, the party lines are blurred. There's no question of that. I yeah, PPC. If you want to save your property rights, get us in power. So get, get active. You got less than two weeks Thank to tell you. everyone. And Brian, okay. you got a fantastic view out there. I want to go out there and exercise your guns, okay? <laughs> okay, good going. Thank you. All right. We'll, we'll see you. Bye-bye. <laughs>